This is the intro. Why? Good evening and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. All right, I appreciate your patience in uh, waiting for a brand new episode. It's been a couple of weeks and went out of town quite, for quite a bit, quite a long time there, about a week or, or so. And Gonna talk about what I was doing while Rock Strikes Ten had been gone the last few weeks. Went on a cruise with my better half Nola, and that being said, she is here on the show this week to guest host. So say hi to everybody, Nola. Hey everybody! Glad to be back, Joey. Always nice to uh, be on the show with you. Yes, and we'll be inevitably joined by our cat Willow at some point. So she missed us. Yes, I'm. I'm just not going to edit any of the meows off if she shows up, which she will. It's it's inevitable. So. That being said, maybe I jinxed it and she's falling asleep right now, so that would be great. But what we're going to do here on the show, I thought about it, like, how can I incorporate this time off and vacation time into a Rock Strikes 10 episode? What we did was we joined uh, our one of our other married couple friends. They were going on a cruise on the Carnival... Glory. Carnival Glory ship. Thank you. I, I never know these things. It's fun. You only have, like, a thousand Carnival Glory trophies. Yeah, I do now. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get to that uh, in just a second here. So we went on a cruise, uh, not a kiss cruise or any other kind of theme cruise, just a regular regular ass cruise. Yeah, like if you go on a regular ass cruise, this is we'll let you know what to expect if you do that. I, I'm more of a theme cruise person myself. However, I made the most of it, or at least I did what I could. Disclaimer: We had a really weird cruise. It was between our friends uh, saying. That this was the first time that they had like all these issues come up. Yeah. And then the cruise director said the same thing. He was like, this week was not normal. I don't know what happened. It was, so maybe it was... it's us. Maybe we're just not meant to be cruise people. <laughs> yeah, I think we're definitely cruise-ish people. We just uh, need to have something else going on or something. And, you know, there was still a lot going on. There that being said, for for a regular-ass cruise and, and a not rock cruise or anything like that. But... I, I uh, you just want things that are more in your wheelhouse. Well, yeah, and I found I, I you know, I always looked for things, and, and I found them. There were these. Uh, I looked for things. I did that. Yeah. Yes. There were all these like random name that tune contests uh, or trivia contests on board. And there were I, a bunch of music ones, and then there were like some sports ones, and yeah. there was like random morning trivia's. So we yeah. did a lot of those. So getting to the point of what this episode is all about, we're not just going to like be all like, hey, look at us, we run a boat. Uh, we're not going to do that, and we kind of are. But basically any of the songs that came up during the cruise, whether a cover band played it or it was used in a trivia contest or we just heard it randomly walking around probably even a couple of times, uh, those are the songs we're going to play here on the show. That being said... We're going to play, since there are cover bands on the boat, we're going to play all cover versions because 
I got some really interesting, weird cover versions of these regular, normal standards lined up for you here tonight. More so than any other cover podcast uh, could possibly do, in my opinion. I did some good legwork for this, and I guarantee even some of the most hardcore of rock podcast listeners will hear a couple that they've never heard before. So There's it, at least one new song for everyone. Yes, exactly. So... We'll get to some of the other shenanigans on the boat, but let's uh, let's go and play a song here real quick. One of the songs that was used in the trivia contest by the cover band was a song that everybody knows, originally done by the Commodores, Brick House. And uh, most of you probably know there's a really fun version of this done by Rob Zombie, so that we're going to open up the show really easy with something you've probably already heard. But it's super fun, gets you in a nice party mood for our little cruise wrap-up show here with Nola. This is Rob Zombie along with the original vessel, Lionel Richie, doing some cameo owls here and there, and Trina, who I haven't heard from in a while, but uh, there you go. Rob Zombie, Lionel Richie, and Trina doing Brick House 2003. Enjoy. Yeah. Whoa, petite but I'm thick to death I'm the baddest bitch, I can keep the rest 
brick House and I walk is me And I stay on the sea so fresh, so clean I was like, great, the cat's going to fall asleep now. We saw her walk to the bedroom, and she went to go look for us. You hear that? She's so sad. That sad-ass cat. This is what goes on. This is when. This is what happens when you have a deaf cat. The cat doesn't know where you are ever. <laughs> there you go, kicking off this week's episode and our cruise cover wrap-up here. That was Rob Zombie, Lionel Richie, and Trina with Brick House 2003. You can find that. On one of two things, the House of a Thousand Corpses soundtrack, or Rob Zombie's Best Stuff called Past, Present, and Future. I recommend that one heavily. That's a good one. You get a CD and a DVD for the price of one. So, get that one. Hope you enjoyed that. And, yes, a little a little meow mix at the end. <laughs> so, we were talking about, before we played that song, that weird things happened during the cruise. We had, uh, what was the first thing that happened? Oh, yeah, uh, we had to turn back. <laughs> You could pretty much we, go back to the beginning, like Labyrinth. Like, we weren't, we weren't even, like, an hour, two hours away from the Port of Miami, and we get a message over our intercom saying that there was a medical emergency, and we had to turn the boat around, because it's faster to turn the boat around than it is to get to our port the next morning, and probably... Yeah. As fast for us to turn around as a helicopter to get out to us. And, and I'm already laughing at this point. Because I was just like, this is... Uh, I got a feeling that this is going to be a weird... I just... I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not just saying this in retrospect. I was just like, the weather's a little weird. It feels like it's going to rain a lot. It's already really windy. And now we're turning around. Uh, I, you know, I theorized on what it could have been. I remember... Uh, when we were getting our luggage up on the floor, I heard this lady yelling at one of the cruise directors about her uh, some insulin that wasn't refrigerated properly and all this other jazz. So maybe that could have been it. I don't know. There was a PA announcement saying that, you know, if you had any medication, like, you know, that there are fridges in our rooms. Yeah, yeah. But if you needed, like, your medication refrigerated to let a crew member know immediately so that way they could take care of it because, you know, the fridges are cold, but they're not, they're not good regulated yeah, yeah, medicine fridges yeah. so i mean that... something like that so if you're gonna if you're gonna travel basically psa if you're gonna travel like if you have some sort of thing like that i mean i, I would i would hope that wasn't the case i hope it was just something that couldn't have been foreseen but yeah at the same i, I hope time, some like, kid broke his leg instead right something weird like <laughs> that it's like you know your life if you're diabetic and you, you know like you and, know have your shit together you yeah, know or, or just if you don't have medication know, or... that needs to be regulated like yeah. that it's crazy. Stay like, stay on the ball with that is all that yeah. we want. I mean, hope hopefully it wasn't a, anything too serious and that they're okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, <laughs> and then we probably had a uh, we not so much not the royal we carnival 
whatever. But uh, the next day after the first dock, uh, there. <laughs> and so we we went to four different ports. <laughs> yeah, let's and we had a we had a medical emergency as we're leaving. Then we had a medical emergency in San Juan. Puerto Rico, our second stop, where yeah. we've been before. Yeah. And I, we don't know what happened there, but... Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. That happened, and then apparently and then, somebody, uh, some crew member on another ship that was kind of traveling along the same area that we were uh, had I, a crew member that fell overboard, and they got lost, and I don't think they found them, actually. We, uh, yeah, we had to do search and rescue... Well, not we, but the... Well, not us specifically, <laughs> but... But the world. <laughs> but the, all the crewmates on our ship were part of the search and rescue for yeah. this other ship for about two hours. And not not to sound shitty about it, no, but, you know, no. like, it, it pushed our arrival time back, so yeah. our departure time got pushed back, thankfully, and yeah. at the same time, like... Last, Weird stuff kept You know, happening. last we heard... You know, they still hadn't been found, and we were relieved by the Coast Guard. So, you know, uh, good vibes to that crewman's family and friends. And yeah, hopefully they... no joke, yeah. Hopefully they found them. Um, and then we had another medical emergency in St. Thomas. Yeah, I think somebody slipped and fell. Um, was it St. Thomas or Amber Cove? I'm it was not, one I'm of not them. not sure. But and, yeah, somebody fell and busted their knee up pretty good and... <laughs> Our friend saw him later. And yeah, so it was just between those medical emergencies and the search and rescue, on top of all that. The first day we're out, we like go outside and, you know, hey, let's hit the hot tub and the pool and whatever, you know, because there's stuff on board. There's hot tubs and pools on the ships. Of course, there are. Water slides. So we go out there and we didn't really like gear up too well. And we were like, yeah, we'll be in the hot tub for like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah. Um, Turn into about an hour and... Hour and a half. We put like, it's like one of those things, we put like a little bit of sunscreen on, but we didn't like... But we were like, yeah, hey, we'll be fine. Yeah, we, we did not military up. We were not prepared <laughs> for the sunburns that we got. We got, we got just toasted top, you know, top to bottom, like first day. We did not get toasted top to bottom. We got toasted chest and back and shoulders well, it felt like it to the little, point where a little bit of faces it took us out of the pool game pretty much the whole trip the rest of the way like that's what I, happened i just kept getting burns on top of burns because yeah. i'm just like fuck it i'm on vacation <laughs> yeah i'm on vacation. I'm, ar- I'm already sunburned what are you gonna do yeah all right but i mean even on top of that we had choppy water we had super high winds we just had a big rocking boat our last sea day back, it just rained all day coming back into Miami, and we're like, this is fine. Yes. Yeah, it was just bizarre. And speaking of bizarre, I've got a bizarre cover. I, this is one of the ones I think most people haven't heard. Just recently discovered this, and I'll talk about the uh, compilation that comes off more after we play it, but, uh, you know, you can find a treasure trove of stuff, not just on the internet, but just on iTunes, like those random like cover songs, tribute albums, whatever. I found this song that got played quite a bit on the ship because any cover band kind of has to know this one, especially if you're a party cover band. And that's uh, one of the the all-time party songs play, that funky music. Are you allowed to play this anymore since uh, since you got that tan? Are you still classified as a white boy? (laughs) Uh, I'm not even sure at this point. I think I'm I'm unclassifiable. I've got... It looks like I have just moss around my chest (laughs) and back. There's so much peeling going on. I am... Even though 
I am. I'm definitely not appealing at this point uh, at all. Hopefully this will be at least maybe even just in a train wreck aspect. So we got the original singer of Iron Maiden, the original recorded singer. Yes, Paul Diano. Yes, Paul Diano. Every going... time you say Paul Diano, I think of Paul Dano, and I'm just like, no, he's a baby. <laughs> yes. He wasn't an Iron Maiden. He played Brian Wilson in Love and Mercy. <laughs> yes, there you go. And the Preacher Kid in There Will Be Blood. Uh, but yes, we're going to hear Paul Diano, not Paul Dano. Damn. Uh, yes, he's going to perform for you right now <laughs> the classic rock disco classic hit there. Play that funky music, White Boy. <laughs>
I bet when you listeners woke up this morning, you didn't expect to ever possibly hear something like that. That was Paul Diano, the original voice of Maiden, singing Play That Funky Music. I don't even know the lineup of this. You know, for what it's worth, that's exactly how I imagined that it would sound. <laughs> there you go. If you were to tell any stranger to imagine Paul Diano singing that, that's exactly what comes to mind. So, yeah. Yeah, so good yeah. job. I gotta say, before we recorded the show here, and I wanted to play this song on the show, uh, we got a sweet value on iTunes. If you go look up Paul Diano with the apostrophe between the I and the A, look up this release called Wrathchild, an anthology. Obviously a collection of different performances off different albums with those cheapy Cleopatra things. However, you get 33 songs for $8. You, you should get 33 and a third songs. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yes. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Like, And, and some of these tracks for $7 are... $7.80. There you $6.66, yes. Yes. But uh, you get, like, you know, of course, some re-recordings of Paul doing some Maiden classics. You get him doing these random cover songs such as this. I, I feel like I'm doing a K-Tel, like, old commercial where the songs are scrolling. Like, and you can hear Symphony of Destruction. Living in America. Yes, he covers Living in America by James Brown. He covers ZZ Top's Sleeping Bag. On so, here. while we were listening to Living in America, it sounded like he used whatever producer ZZ Top was using <laughs> yeah. in that, like, Afterburner Eliminator era. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and I was super confused for a minute, but it's... The, go get it. It's all amazing. Yeah, he does a UFO cover, he does a Nazareth cover. Just just go get this Wrathchild anthology. Everyone has $8. Yeah. Go get it. If you're any kind of fan of the man, you, you want this collection for sure. And I'm sure you've paid uh, for other cheapy CDs that have some of these songs on there, but this is all at one thing. It's all on iTunes. Just collection. go get it. Yeah, that's I'm totally doing uh, Yeah, I, I can't recommend it anymore just because it's just for the train wreck value alone, just playing it for like-minded friends. So, all right. We kind of wrapped up the cruise almost in one segment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean we kind of did. Um why did we do that? <laughs> I don't know, because it was a weird trip and we had to talk about it all right then. Yeah, let's um, purging. Let's talk about our Rockin' 80s party that we got to go to. Oh yeah, the 80s glow party. With our super awesome shirts that one of the Fun Squad members gave to us for winning the One Hit Wonders trivia. Yeah, we got on these. top of our bottle of champagne and also our chocolate-covered strawberries. Yeah, I won a bunch of swag playing trivia. I was I was the swag king on this trip. I've got I've got three trophies, three little. Uh, they they uh, they call them ships on a stick. They're, the, uh, they're words, plastic pieces of ship. Yeah, which twenty four carat gold <laughs> plastic pieces of ship huh, yes. with a p. Yes. So I was like, kind of like a low-level version of Austin Aries. I was like trophy collecting uh, on this thing. And not to, not to rag on our super cool prize from the first trivia, but at the same time, I'm like, another trophy would have been cool. Yeah, but then like I was winning like free candy and stuff, and the yeah. one that champagne bottle, which is ridiculous. Like I, I don't think they yeah, it, champagne. it was it was the first trivia, and this fun squad member, her name was Katie. She's from Canada. She was super cool. Yeah. She'll never hear this. She, uh, man, we can only hope. I think but, possibly the drummer of the cover band will hear this. He was a he was a nice guy, uh, because I was wearing my Rock Strikes Ten shirt when I won that trivia. So, in the he might Google in it. The in the off chance weird... he'll Google this and hear this. What's up? So. But um, but Katie on our first trivia 
you know, introduced herself, and she's like, "You guys came to a good trivia. I give out the best prizes." Yeah, and that was and, that was the hardest one because it was one hit wonders. Yeah, you know? and and I mean, she she kind of did. We yeah. really didn't expect to get half a dozen chocolate covered strawberries, a bottle of champagne, two cool T shirts for the Rock and Glow '80s party. Yeah, and. Which was fun, you know. Like, yeah, and that, and that, it was exactly what you expected it to be. Yeah. The, the weird thing about cruises is that all of their scheduled fun things, whether it's a, a you know, a show or whatever, unless it's the cover band, because I think they do 545s a night. Yeah. You know, because they're always, there's always got to be music playing. Yeah. But like comedy shows and dance things and whatever. Everything they all is go either like a, 30 minutes or 60 minutes. Yeah, and that's it. And that's it. Like, you don't. You, like, even the longest bingo, like the big bad <laughs> bingo, was only an hour. Exactly. So, So, I mean, it was nice, but, I mean, I think we heard our next song... At least about three or four times. At least. So... We didn't hear it on the One Hit Wonder one, because... because it's one of the biggest hits ever. It's from one of the biggest albums ever. Yeah. By one of the biggest artists ever, and unfortunately, we are not talking about Kiss. (laughs) We are not. We're actually talking about a Michael Jackson song, which... uh, I could go into a whole thing about, uh, you know, that, that Cosby thing just went down a few weeks ago... And I was saying, you know, they pulled the Cosby show off of streaming services long before the trial even started. Like, yeah, as we're soon still as per- the accusations were thrown yeah, out. Yeah, we're still perpetuating the culture of Michael Jackson, where there's a lot of uh, smoking I, gun stuff out there. I, ah. think, I think he's almost just too big. Like, it's- Yeah, I mean, it almost is like in the sense of like uh, the, the Hey song, the Rock and Roll Part 2, Gary Glitter, like that song's too big. Yeah, um, that, that nobody knows Gary Glitter's name, and they don't know that he's a like one of the biggest pederasses of all he's time. A super, so. that's a story for another time. Anyway, yeah. But, Anyways, but if you there's so hear... much Michael Jackson culture out there, still, it's just bizarre to me. <laughs> that all being said, I am going to play a Michael Jackson cover, and I have we a really... like the songs, we just don't like the guy. Yeah, I have a really good one here, and a gentleman that our our friend Emily Striegel recently interviewed on Talking Metal a couple of months ago. Awesome interview, a guy named John Five who was uh, Manson's ex-guitar player, Rob Zombie's current guitar player, and solo artist extraordinaire by his own merit. And his albums are super cool, man. Like, I'm one of those guys, like, I like guitars and I'm a guitar guy, but I don't buy a lot of guitar instrumental albums. But I do make an exception for John Five. First of all, I wouldn't let you. <laughs> well, you wouldn't no, listen to him. It's I wouldn't the, listen to him. It's, so it doesn't that. matter what he gets. It's like um, she doesn't listen to my Steve Vai records either. Steve's an exception John's an exception because yeah. every song is different. It takes you on a journey. The there's a lot of variety to them. You get country, you get jazz, you get rock. So, uh, and you get covers sometimes. Yeah. So we're gonna all enjoy John Five nailing the Eddie Van Halen solo. By the way, note for note, uh, and his version of "Beat It."
All right, Eddie would be proud, I think. There you go. So that version is just as much an Eddie cover as it is a Michael Jackson cover. But there you go. Beat It by John 5 off of the album God Told Me To from 2012 or 2012, depending on what kind of person you are. So what would you think of that? Uh, Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's... You're not a guitar instrumental person. Though, I but. am not. But it's, I mean, it's, it's exactly what it promises to be. Um, you know, it's very well done. I can appreciate the musicianship that it takes to do that because I, I can't play anything for shit. I was a very mediocre saxophonist in junior high. Saxophone. Um, you know, there were, there were just better things for me to do than play my scales so they're in good company. Logan also played the saxophone and it's band, it's so. the it's the generic. I can't really play an instrument instrument. Yeah. Um, but I also have really short fingers, so I couldn't go above soprano. So I was just like, eh, fuck it, because then softball season started. So gotcha. Well, here's one I think you'll enjoy a lot more. Uh, a song that I think definitely perpetuated the cool boat culture of the '80s, just because of the video alone. And it's a song we heard on the boat a couple of times. So we'll just make this the short segment of the show. And let's just get to it. Here's Goldfinger with their version of Duran Duran's Rio. Mirror way out west 
right there, though. There you, there you, there. There you, Goldfinger. <laughs> Here you go, the finger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that. Do it. <laughs> there you go. And on the uh, sad uh, but true anniversary of the death of Ronnie James Dio, I figured oh. that would also be suitable. Uh, it was recent-ish. Oh, okay. Um, that was actually your graduation day, is the day Dio died. I remember that still. Um, but Sorry. no, no, it's it's just how I remember. There things. can only be one. <laughs> yeah, because we went out to a uh, uh, wildflower festival yeah. that night. Saw Vince Neil thirty eight special in Bowling for Soup. Yeah, and like the the Vince Neil boys during that jam where Vince like goes to you know the Chipotle and goes to the Seven Eleven and then comes back twenty minutes later. There's your, there you go, Cobras and Fire. That's that's for you. Uh, they played Heaven and Hell by uh, Dio and Sabbath uh, during their jam session. And I was like, that's interesting. And then started to get news that Dio had died. Like, on the oh. way home, I was like, well, that's why they did it. That's, so, yeah. there you go. Anyway, a little, little bittersweet there. But uh, a fun version of Rio by Goldfinger with a little rainbow in the dark thrown in. And if you didn't catch that, then you're, you're, uh, you need to start doing your uh, basics. You're listening to the wrong show. This is more of an advanced show, I guess. Or just we're just here to have fun. Fuck it. Uh, but that version of Rio you can find on two things. The Duran Duran Tribute Album. Simple title right there. There's a bunch of uh, late 90s uh, pop punk ska revivalists doing Duran Duran covers with a couple of weirdos in the middle there like the Deftones and Jimmy Eat World and people like that. I don't that. like Jimmy Eat World. Don't call them weirdos. No, I mean like they don't belong on a ska Duran Duran tribute. You know what I'm saying? Like, eh. I'm, That's all I'm trying to say. But and Wesley Willis is on there too. I which don't know is, who that is. Yeah, he's he was like a chronic MS. schizophrenic uh, that was like homeless and yeah. had like an album deal. Anyway, uh, his version of Girls on Film, you need to hear that. Anyway, okay. so there's that and Goldfinger's Best Of, which is a CD DVD collection. Very cool. Much like the Rob Zombie one I mentioned. That's the one I'd recommend to get. You can get Rio on there as well. All right. So when I was doing the um, live music trivia, you were participating in this I as was. well. You did uh, very well. Yeah, my friend Allie and I teamed up. We put our brains together and we still scored less than Joey, but we got a very respectable 32 out of 40. Yeah. Um, there were a few artists that we blanked on. Uh, one artist I got wrong because I'm like, surely they're not playing two ACDC songs back to back. At least you didn't do as, as bad as the, um, I did not. That lady. Yeah. There was a lady at the bar and I can't remember what song it was. Okay. So yeah, sorry. I, I passed out there for a second from laughter. So they played back in black. Uh, they did this thing where they were doing name that tune, but with it, a live well, band. Well, it was name that riff. Name that so, riff. Thank you. So they would do the... <laughs> The super well-known, popular riffy part. Yeah. Usually the intro. So they, they, they played Back in Black. And I was like, yeah, Back in Black, ACDC, done. You got that, I got that. And then the next song they played was You Shook Me All Night Long. Which threw off some people, but... I mean, it threw us <laughs> off. I could like I wrote down Rolling Stones, I'll admit it. Because I'm like, how... That's a compliment, though. Yeah. ACDC. But the best part, and, and also a compliment, but not nearly, but way more funny, was there was this lady at the bar that was yelling stuff out, too. And, you know, I was yelling stuff out, too. but Because you know, they're asking for the answers. But there's always that one person that has, like, That's that really so grainy wrong. voice. It's like, rah, 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 rah. you know, <laughs> like that kind of a parrot kind of voice that just carries through the whole room. It's the it's the teacher <laughs> guitar noises. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like... And then, like, they're going over the answers, and the guy's like, yes, you shook me all night long. And you just hear her go, cheap trick! 
<laughs> and the rest of us all go, oh, yeah, no, even, yeah. Even the cat could hear, and the cat's deaf. So yeah, it it was it was just funny. God, <laughs> come dude. here. And you know we're just having fun here. And yes, I am a, a music snob to a point, but but I also recognize the fact that we're on a cruise ship, and this is. And these people that have the bottomless drink specials only get 15 drinks a day. <laughs> but you can tell when they're getting up to like 8, 9, 10. But there's just, they're just those kind of people that just know those particular songs. Like you put on Hotel California, they know what it is. Half you of the time. You put on Steve Miller Band, they yeah, know like, what it is. It's like, and half of those people will think it's called the Joker or the Space Cowboy. You know, yeah. like they don't, they don't really care so much at the end of the day. And that's just, some people just aren't music people. Yeah. I well, have a hard time wrapping my brain around this, but well, I recognize like the, these um, people exist. <laughs> well, it's like one of the Fun Squad members was just like, I don't care what Rocky movie you put down. For Eye of the Tiger, I don't care if it's Rocky or Rocky Two or Rocky Three. If you yeah. wrote down Rocky, it's fine. And we're like, it's from Rocky Three. It's Rocky Three, goddammit. You know, it's like you're... Gonna Fly Now is number one. Eye of the Tiger is number three. Living in America is number four. There is a difference. And it's just like if you're not and I don't want to sound like super petty about like rules and stuff, but at the same time I'm like if it's if it comes down to a tie, and that trivia did, it came yeah. down to three people that had all the same answers. Like it yeah, should have immediately gone to yeah, okay. The, did you put Rocky three or did you put yeah, a different Rocky? That's the that was the movie theme one. I remember that one. Yeah, and, and then and I had to go to a tiebreaker. I won. You know, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't concerned about it, but it was just like these other people don't need yeah. to be up here. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like. I get that we're there to have fun and it's not that big of a deal and we're all winners and at the same time I'm just like no it's from Rocky Three. Uh, yeah, and I take it very seriously. I mean, I even I even put forward during the live band like that if you're gonna put down the Journey song, it needs to be separate ways, worlds apart. You know, it's like okay, I'm not gonna be that petty. If you can get separate ways out of there, yeah. then that's fine, uh, whatever. But they they, but they gave me an extra. But if you put worlds apart and not separate ways, it's wrong <laughs> yeah, because that's yeah, not the song title. Yeah. I always write it down proper. You shook me on that long. It has a parenthesis in it. Separate ways, worlds apart. Has a parenthesis in it. Okay, so we just want to be true to the artists who do the music. But getting to the whole, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Getting and that's what respect. That's what Rock Strikes Ten is all about. Getting back to those kind of people that aren't music people. When they started, when when the live drunks, let's just call them what they are. Whenever they started, and this goes into young people too. I'm I'm gonna lump them all in together. When, when the live band starts playing Beatles songs, and then all of a sudden a hush falls. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, really? Because, really? <laughs> like. To be. Okay. So, <laughs> admission time number two. <laughs> Allie and I got the first Beatles song. Which we is got, Day Tripper. We got the title and the artist. We were like, yeah. yes, done. Got it. No. Was it Day Tripper? Day Here Tripper comes the was sun. the first thing that okay. the band played. And then they played Here Comes the Sun later on. Okay, so I don't know if it was my ears or if it was because there were a bunch of people talking near us because we were sitting near the back in the bar or if it was how the band played it. But I swore they were doing the, uh, and I sang this to you on the boat, I'm not going to sing it on the air, Jungle Love, but not, I don't think it's the name of the song and it's not the Morris Day Jungle Love. Right, the, the Steve Miller. Yeah. yeah. Is that Jungle Love or does it have a proper? I think title? it's called Jungle Love. Yeah. Okay, so I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Because. For... Oh, Day Trip! You thought Day Trip was Jungle yeah. Love initially. I remember you saying that. Yeah, and I was like, I could see how you would think that. Because... Yeah. And so, like, yeah. I sang it, and he's just like, "Oh, okay, yeah." 
so I got I got Day Tripper wrong. Also, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I was like, we got Here Comes the Sun. Oh, okay, you but did we get got Here Comes the Sun. yeah, okay. but we got Day Tripper wrong because I thought it was Jungle Love, right. but not the Morris Day in the Time Jungle Love. Oh, okay. I sorry. The yeah. Steve Miller Jungle Love. I got you. Yeah, because y'all were sitting in the back. I was sitting over near yeah, the middle. Yeah, you said because... you were sitting closer because you knew you were going to win it. Well, I was. Joey also, got forty out of forty. I won forty-one. I forty-one. Got my, I, I got the bonus point for Worlds Apart. <laughs> anyway, so that being said, like some of the people like do not know their Beatles, and it's like, I, I mean, maybe it's just that particular pack of people. But I'm just like, man, I it's, hope this is not a universal thing. I hope I, it's not going away. I, I don't ever see the Beatles going away. And I don't, I don't want to say that it was maybe those particular Beatles songs, but maybe it was those it particular been, Beatles because songs. It's, it's not Love because, Me Do. It's not because it's Day Tripper and Here Comes the yeah, Sun. Those those aren't on the same. Uh, level is love me do and i want to hold your hand the ones that everybody yeah. knows hey jude or something yeah. like that like, blackbird even and also they were going for riffs in yeah. the sense of like some of the Beatles songs are so upfront, or like the first thing you hear are the lyrics yeah. so they're probably going for intro and slow burns and that's probably yeah. why they picked those songs but there you go but yeah so i mean it's yeah but, it was a weird thing for me to get wrong i feel but at the same time i'm just like the eh. fact that i pulled jungle love out of it <laughs> I it think nice I should have gotten a point. But nice that they had played the Times Jungle Love. But it anyway. would have been so good. But uh, yeah, and, and also white people. I got all the R and B songs, and you could tell everybody else did not know. I the got R&B the titles songs. of the songs. I did not get the artist. That's that's cool. Uh, so we're gonna play, uh, and I, I've been kind of saying this over the last few years. This might fall in my top ten cover songs of all time, and we're gonna play a cover of "Here Comes the Sun" by a recent favorite band, Ghost. This is the bonus track off of their debut album, which was like a, a import, you know. Import. Of course it was an import because they are so very European. <laughs> yeah. This is like an import bonus track for Japan or something or even just Europe, but it didn't show up in America. So if you buy Opus Eponymous, you won't get it on there. <laughs> get it by any means that you can because you're, well, you're going to hear it right here, right now. Yeah. So enjoy this amazing. It's so creepy. Reinterpretation. Uh, in a major to minor way of Here Comes the Sun. Enjoy it. Little darling It's been a long, cold, lonely winter Little darling It feels like years since it's been Here comes the sun Here comes the sun And I say It's like you 
right, there you go. Ghost doing Here Comes the Sun from the import of Opus Eponymous. Since you can't get it in America, get it any way you can. That's the only time I recommend doing that. Message me if you need some uh, hints and tricks about how to do that. I'm just kidding, maybe. All right, anyway. So, I know that this wasn't released when the movie was out, but can you imagine that playing in Fight Club instead of the Pixie song playing at the end when everything's falling down? I would enjoy that. I, would, I definitely would have enjoyed yeah, that. Like, That's a good one. Sometimes when you just hear those kind of songs, like those those certain movie moments pop up, and then you're just like, man, I just kind of want to rescore this movie. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I thought of that. I'd, I'd, I you know what I want to do? I want since you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, I would love to take every uh, pretty much ninety nine percent of the instances of Spirit in the Sky, and and rescore it, and have someone figure it the fuck out. Like get more creative than that instead of having a time life best of nineteen seventy or sixty nine or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you need for your Vietnam movie. Or some sort of flashback, or yeah. like whatever sixties thing you're your doing. Your motorcycle daily Ugh. road trip yeah. shot, but yeah, I was just like, man, how good is this for like an end of the world, like sun exploding, apocalyptic, everything crumbling down, yeah, kind of thing. And I was just like, Fight Club. Maybe somebody will use it for some sort of other kind of war movie in the future. That would be yeah. nice. Uh, that so that there would you go. bonus points. I want a one percent royalty kickback on that. So why not? Message us on Facebook when you get that rolling. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this, because I, I didn't uh, really plan this too much with you in advance for this no, particular this is song. this all your show. Yeah, but... Uh, I'm just here to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Just like the cruise. I didn't plan the cruise. I was just told where to go and and to enjoy it, so... <laughs> You're a great planner, though. I mean, you planned our schedule at least. You, know, you helped us get from point A to point B, and yeah. let me know. Let me know, like, okay, like if you want to nap now, nap. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. I'm an old man. Okay. Yeah. But okay, so getting back to the music here, uh, there is a song that Daryl Hall uh, of Hall and Oates originally wrote and recorded. A song called "Every Time You Go Away," which he didn't have the hit with it. A guy named Paul Young did later on. So, are you familiar with that song? No. Yeah. Every time you go. Okay, yes. Yeah, okay. And they even play a cover version of it at the end of Planes, Trades, and Automobiles where I just start to lose it, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's that. So Paul Young, that was that was his massive hit. He had other hits. He definitely is not a one-hit wonder. He had probably about three or four really decent charters in America, but that's his. That's the song he's known for here, okay. especially. And he's an Australian blue-eyed soul man. Okay. So... He uh, put out a, uh, basically, like, uh, Paul Anka did, like, a rock cover album back in, like, uh, the mid-2000s called Rock Swings. And apparently Paul Young also has an album called Rock Swings, to which it's the same thing. You take popular songs, especially popular rock songs of the modern era, and you turn it into, like, you know, Rat Pack, you know, big band, swing, easy listening kind of version. They Brian Setzer did. Yeah, that's another way to look at it as well. Yeah, exactly. The same kind of approach. They gapped it. Yeah. So <laughs> Thanks, Gap, for bringing swing music back for right. seven months. Yeah. So this album that Paul Young did, in the same vein that Paul Anka did, I don't know who came first, because I think it's around the same time. I'm mm, going to give al- it... Alphabetical, it's Anka. I'm going to give it to Paul Anka for respect also. <laughs> but this album's been out for 12 years, and I never knew it existed until the other day, as I'm putting the show together. Mm-hmm. And... Like, if you want to hear Paul Young do, like, Lose Yourself, 
by Eminem in a swing style, then this is your album. But there's also some random rock performances on here that I was not expecting. And I basically was like, I did not think I was going to find a fun version of this song to play because everybody's heard the Motorhead version of this, I think. And uh, so let me ask you, did you expect to hear Inner Salmon on the boat as much as you did? Because I thought that was bizarre. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm not always expecting it, but it always makes sense when I hear it. Unlike It Smells Like Teen Spirit, which we also heard a lot of on this boat. And I'm not even like a Nirvana purist or anything, or uh, that era purist, but every time I see like a band go for Smells Like Teen Spirit, like on a cruise like I just did, I immediately thought of just the super duper irony and how sad it would be if they could see it then, you know, like, yeah. like this is not what they had da- in mind. Dave would laugh his ass off. Oh, Dave would think it's great. Dave like, would love it. Kurt would kill himself all over again. <laughs> I mean, like if the, he knew that his, his music was going to eventually be performed on a cruise ship by a cover band, he would, he would figure out a way to kill himself twice, I believe. So I just think it's funny. I, I laugh every time. So, so yeah, I'm not but, even a Kurt hater. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I just think it's funny yeah. in, a, in a way. I just have to laugh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, Nirvana's always like the weird outlier for me. Yeah. But so it makes Metallica less weird in that sense. Yeah. So Metallica's always less weird, but at the same time, like Inner Sandman is so big <laughs> that that again, just whenever it pops up, I'm like, yeah, okay, and I just kind of roll my eyes and I'm like, whatever. So if, it's if, fine. Of course, they're gonna play it. So if you think we just hit this weird sidebar out of nowhere, no, we're actually putting this all together to where it makes sense. And if you put two and two together, you just said, "Oh dear." Oh no. Are, are we are we gonna hear what I think we're gonna hear? Yes. Oh yes. Here you go. This is Paul Young doing. Not Paul Anka. Not Paul Anka, but it might as well be Paul Young doing Inner Sandman. Enjoy. Shut the light, heavy thoughts tonight 
in a knot of snow white Dreams of war, dreams of lies, dreams of dragon's fire And of things that will bite Sleep with one eye open Grip your pillow tight Exit light Enter night Won't you take my hand But I'll never, never land when that riff comes in because it just sounds like someone's about ready to steal a diamond it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> da, 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 da. and at the same time like it hits and i just sigh and i roll my eyes and i'm like yeah okay that's fine whatever because uh, it's it's by all definition it has to be a classic song because it works on an acoustic guitar it works that way it just kind of works and you want to be mad but you can't be mad yeah it's just <laughs> Is the Richard? Yeah, you know, I almost played before I found this. I was gonna play the Richard Cheese version Ugh. because he like people. Uh, Richard Cheese actually, I think, is really underrated because people think, yeah, he's a novelty, but the way he produces and arranges his albums is really like borderline and not genius, but borderline genius because he'll take different references to different songs and incorporate them into this other cover song. So like when he does welcome to the jungle, he has the horn section playing jungle boogie under it during the course. And that's, that sounds easy for someone like me to think about, 
But, like, to everybody else, like... But, like, for someone like me, yeah. whose ears and brain don't work yeah. good musically, I was like, please leave the sentence as that is, because that's that's what my brain does sometimes. Like... Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's just fun like that. So that's why I like the Richard Cheese album so much because yeah. there's so even if you're just listening to it on the surface for the comedy, you'll get that. But if you're also like into music you know, arrangements, like, you have that too. But so. you know, like we'll listen, like we'll listen to that, and then like the next day, I'll have Jungle Boogie stuck in my head, and I'm gonna be like, "Why is this in my brain, husband?" <laughs> nice. <laughs> and and Joey will be like, "Oh, it's because it was laid down on Welcome to the Jungle on that album that we listened to, you yeah. know, 16 hours ago," and I'm yeah. gonna be like. God damn it. So, yeah. like, my brain picks it up. I just don't consciously yeah. register it. Yeah, no, the Richard Cheese version, he has these female backup singers doing ba 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 so they're doing Mr. Sandman and Inner Sandman at the same time. I mean, that's that's a fucking yeah. awesome. I'm sorry. But, uh, all right. So there you go. Fun. But going back to what we played. Yeah, that was Paul Young off of Rock Swings doing Inner Sandman. Go look up the track list on that. Because you know you're curious now. I'm not going to spoil it. I did say he did Eminem on there, but he does other rock songs. Go check it out if you're so inclined. All right. So, here's one. Here's just straight up greatness right here. Greatness meets greatness. And of all the Name That Riff entries uh, of all 20 of them, this was the one that popped me the most because I didn't expect to hear it. This was the hard one, quote-unquote, hard one of the trivia. And I... I think I don't think I'm the only one that got it, but there was very little people in the room that was yelling out the answer. Whenever did I they, get it? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go look at your score sheet. We took pictures of our we score did. sheets, so we might post those. But um, uh, the Almond Brothers, Midnight Rider. Uh, do you remember getting that or not? I don't. No, I think that's the one that I missed. Both the artist and the title, and the yeah, the artist and the title. There that's, was only one that we missed: artist and title, and yeah, I think that was a, it. That's okay. I mean, that's one of those ones where. If they were picking an Allman Brothers song, like I think the one that everybody would know would probably have to be Ramblin' Man. So I'm surprised they didn't play that versus this. But Midnight Rider's my favorite, so I was just happy to hear it. And I like I'm too wh- young to know the Allman Brothers band, so <laughs> uh, me too. I'm fine, not I kind of am too. It. But if you were raised on it like we were, you then were, you know, you your parents definitely have some almonds in their record. They collection. have a few, but yeah. it's not. And I like that the drummer, mm. the drummer of the cover band, uh, what did you say they were called? Group Six. Thank you, Group Six. And, S-I-X. <laughs> well, I hope so. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like that he, he made one of those comments that only rock snobs make. So I recognized it. He goes, and it's all men, not almond. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, it's thank not you. A, it's not a Snickers bar. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, they played Midnight Rider like towards the end. I was like, yes, thank you. And I just, I just love singing along to that song no matter what. That is that southern, little piece of southern grit inside of me. Just a little bit that comes out whenever I hear that song. So, happy to hear it. And I'm so glad they played it because then I got the idea of, you know, doing this show. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play cover versions. Mm -hmm. I found a Mm -hmm. version of this I never knew existed. Mm -hmm. And I am so happy to play it for you right now. I'm happy to play it for you, Nola, because you haven't heard this yet either. This is no. I do um, not go out of my way for Almond Brother band no, songs. Yeah, so this is uh, it's it's it also kind of makes me a little sad because you know we lost Greg Almond recently over the last year, and we lost this artist over the same calendar year. So here it is, right up front. This is the late great all time diva Sharon Jones. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings covering Midnight Rider. How great is that? Enjoy. <laughs> 
There you go, right there. Guaranteed the best dollar twenty-nine you could spend right now today for your money. There is a single download only version of that. It's not on a studio album. It's just a single release that happened a couple of years ago. Never knew about it till the other day. Now I'm glad I do. That was Midnight Rider interpreted by Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Great it, Sun and Star background vocals. There you go. I mean, it, it just sounds so perfect. Like, it should have been a Sharon Jones song. Yeah, every time she like, does a song, it's like, it sounds like an original version. When she yeah. did Janet Jackson's What Have You Done For Me Lately, it sounds, wow, is this is this an original version? I can't, you know, like, yeah. it's always like that with her. Even This Land Is Your Land, I want that to be her original song. Yes. You know, it's like, come on. Everything she touches is her. You see her hand, it is hers. <laughs> you see these songs, they are hers. They are hers forever. But I hope everybody enjoyed that out there. I, I, I didn't do a lot of song references for the movie theme trivia. We talked about it when we were yeah. nerding out on the Rocky themes earlier. But yeah. that one went to a tie, and I had to do a tiebreaker with like two other people. And this was one of the so- this was the <laughs> song that won it for me, and I couldn't believe it because I'm like, this is so pedestrian. Well, okay, so Joey's up there, and then there's a girl representing her team, and then there's like another nerdy looking twenty to forty year old nerdy white guy, nerdy yeah. white guy yeah. up there with a Star Wars shirt on, you know, with a Star Wars shirt on, and so I'm just like, oh, that girl's going down. Oh yeah, and she did. She she didn't get. The first two questions, right, it was a best of three, so she was immediately out. And the first one was, I, I want to say Back to the Future. They played, like, Power of Love. It was. And then the second song they played... Which both of you guys got right, she both, got wrong. Both of us got right, she got wrong, so... And then, you know, they didn't sit her down yet, because they hadn't gotten the second one. So they're basically best of three is what yeah. we're going for. The second one, they started playing uh, Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler, and I was like, ah, oh, and I know it, but I feel bad that I know it. it's one of those like, oh, I'm embarrassed to know this. But you but, had an older sister, so you probably had to sit through uh, beaches a lot. Maybe once, yeah. Thankfully, I've, I've never seen it. Yeah. I have no idea Some what beaches. that was. Beaches, man. So wrote down beaches, and uh, and so did the other and nerdy the other white guy, guy got it too. I'm like, oh, so, I was like, we got a barn burner here. I'm like thinking so, we're gonna be up here a while. And then the girl didn't get it, so she went and sat down, and, and sat like down. you and the other guy high fived and like chest bumped, and you're like, yeah, music nerds. And then, and then the third song came on. And then I heard the opening guitar riff of Stuck in the Middle with You, and I'm like, okay, okay this is going to go on a long gonna time. This is going to go best of five. Wrote down Reservoir Dogs, because that's all they wanted was the movie that it's famous for being in. I'm like, you know, okay. And, and I'm sitting there in the back being like, Joey got this, because yeah. I knew that. And then I, I mean, I wouldn't the, have gotten beaches, but... And, and then I look over the dude, and he was just like... Sweating. He was like, ooh. And I was like, <laughs> Shoulder really? shrug, and we're... And I'm just like, what? I was like, how do you know beaches? I literally said to him, how do you know beaches and not that? <laughs> and the guy's like, look I into don't you, know, sir. man. We need to look into you, sir. Anyway, so yeah, they played uh, Stuck in the Middle with You, and I I won the... You swept the, I swept, the tiebreaker. I, and it's the only one I didn't get a per. It's the only thing I won that I didn't get like a perfect score on. What'd you miss? I missed something during the regular round of movie themes, and I guessed Big Chill, and it was oh, something else. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember what it was. That's right. But, uh, I it was Aladdin. Guessed. Oh, it was the Aladdin? Yeah, because the, they played the opening like little piano lick from it, and I didn't know. Yeah, and, for, and, <laughs> didn't. I, and I didn't get it. I was like, oh. She only watched it. 3,500 times when she was a kid. I only watched it 3,500 times, like, last year. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. No harm, no foul. I, I still like, won. 
I was like, but none of us got Aladdin, yeah. like, in our group. And I didn't know if there was any other good covers of this besides Eagles of Death Metal version. Which so is amazing. It's, it's awesome. And, it's my favorite. And that was the one I was going to play, but then... I just iTunes was killing it for me this week. You just stumbled into iTunes gold. I, I stumbled into this, and uh, this is a favorite here on Rock Strikes In, or this gentleman is uh, normally with his band Rancid, uh, but Tim Armstrong, aka Tim Timebomb, which is what you'll find this under, he's just got cover songs galore that he's put out, like single releases on iTunes. It's like he invites friends over for dinner and then like records songs in his it, basement. That's what it sounds like. But um, I love Tim, and you know some people don't even like his voice, but I think he's got one of those. I like uh, it. He's got an appealing voice. I, I I can't understand it myself either. He smokes three cartons of cigarettes a day and the Tom Waits factor. Yeah, totally. But um, yeah. So yes, we are gonna play Tim Time Bomb and friends doing stuck in the middle with you. Enjoy. Turn it up. I got a feeling that something ain't right I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair And I'm wondering how I get down the stairs Clowns to the left of me Jokers to the right, here I am I'm stuck in the middle with you Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you And I'm wondering what it is I should do a smile from my face Losing control, yeah, I'm all over the place Clowns to the left of me Jokers to the right, here I am Stuck in the middle with you Well, you started out with something And you'll probably be a soulmate, man And your friends, they all come crawling Slap you on the back and say of it all, but I can see it makes no sense at all, is it cool to go to sleep on the floor, cause I don't think I can take anymore, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Here I am, I'm stuck in the middle with you Yes, I'm stuck 
This has kind of been the iTunes shill episode. Uh, I haven't done one of those in a while, but there you go. You can only get that on iTunes uh, if you're legit purchasing. Maybe there's a 7-inch of it. I'm going to look into that, actually. But there you go. Tim Timebomb, stuck in the middle with you from about 2013. Uh, go look up his stuff. I found an excellent ragified cover of Summer of 69 that you got to hear. Ragified? Yeah, that's another way of saying reggae or you know Rasta or whatever like that. Reggae punk. Raga, you know, roots reggae. There's a whole bunch of like subgenres of reggae and punk, you know. So yes, washing machine reggae. It's all it's all out there, you know. No, I'm aware. It's just the way you said it just sounded weird. Yeah. <laughs> There's also Rastabilly skank. I do like some Rastabilly skank. Yeah. <laughs> which is real. My musical taste is all over the place. I literally <laughs> like everything except the stuff I don't. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, we're going to get off of, you know, the games and trivia stuff for right now for the next song, which, you know, I figured I would have heard this song just walking around the deck, and I might have, actually. Probably. I'm sure it was played at least four yeah. times a day, every day. Yeah, and I probably just didn't hear it, but yeah. uh, it it was prominently used during one of our dinner nights. So we <laughs> we only went to the buffet for dinner uh, one night, yeah. and then we ate in the restaurant the other nights. Yeah. Um, because that's what our friends plan to do. Yeah. But the first night I had a massage, so yeah. and we, we and, were, you and know, then... coming coming off the Kiss Cruise, by the way, we were just like, oh, it's just buffets all the time, you know, because like that's, we that's didn't what, know about that's restaurants. What we, yeah, that's what we did, and maybe we didn't have that option the first time. I just don't know anymore because yeah. it's been five freaking years. Yeah. So. Like, you could go into these, like, you know, you su- pseudo-fancy restaurants at yeah, night. Yeah, you can make reservations to dine in the restaurants instead of doing the buffets and the 24-hour Yeah, junk foods. food, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I got a manager special at the spa, so I had a massage the first night. And then I got, like, passive-aggressive... <laughs> um, I don't know if people like, are going to understand like, this. <laughs> Like, our, our wait staff was just, like, real passive-aggressive to me and Joey after that. But not... Like, they weren't bad, but it would be weird. Like, they would give everybody else a fork, but then not me. And it's because Allie and Steven told them that I took a massage the first night at our dinner time. And they were like, she should have booked for another time. And I'm like, I didn't know! Obviously, yeah. if I had known, I wouldn't have done that but i was just like yeah whatever it's the first night go yeah. ahead and get my massage out of yeah. the way and start this vacation off right and nola believes the wait staff conspired against her in little small ways yeah so and, and, and i then, like, i didn't even know that we could go to dinner the first night so i'm all aloof you know so yeah joey yeah. has no idea this is all my fault and and i got punished for it for the rest of the week they didn't do anything but bad. In, the only thing they didn't do uh, anyway I, but yeah but it was nothing bad our service was still fantastic um, I feel bad. I like. I feel bad saying anything about the wait staff, <laughs> and I'm not trying to not take your side here. But you know, it's it's. And in- I'm like, maybe I'm just paranoid, but at the same time, I'm just like, maybe I'm not. But it's weird because like they make them do so much. I mean, like everybody yeah. that works on these things like bend over backwards because you know they don't want anybody. Like definitely the higher uppers don't want any complaints, and they want everybody to have a happy time because yeah. they're paying a lot of money to do it, and that's also one thing. But the other side of the coin is like, man, these people work their asses off. They, they probably don't get a whole lot of sleep. 
Yeah, they're six, fucking hustling. They're on the boat for six months at a time. Yeah, six months on, six months off. And, you know, some of these people range from, like, look like they smile so much they may not, uh, they may have broken their central nervous system a long time ago to, yeah. like, they look like they want to hang themselves half the time. So we, they, on our seven-day cruise, we had three performances. Yeah. And, and I mean, maybe there was a fourth one, but we saw three of them. So yeah. three of the six nights in the restaurant, we had a performance. Yeah. And they, um, make, they make, like, half of them get up on tables and, and do this, like, routine, this dance routine. Yeah, some it's a song. choreographed dance routine. Uh, the last night they sang to us. And at the same time, it's real weird because then, like, the whole wait staff is doing it. So some are on tables and, you know, some are just on the floor, but service stops. Yeah. So if you hadn't ordered the, your dessert, you have to wait for the routine to finish then for your waiter to get back to you, then you order, and then you have to wait for your dessert, which sounds yeah. so much like a first world problem. Yeah. But, I mean, they it, I was, it was like, an amazing wait them, staff. They make and, them work so hard. And I'm like, just... don't don't make them dance. Just let them, just let, just yeah. let them serve us. Yeah, I feel Which like, also sounds really uh, shitty. But all I can hear is dance, monkey, dance, you know. That's from, all I can hear. Not, not in a racist way, yeah. but from Muppets Most, Most Wanted. Wanted. Yeah. So that needs to be said. But yeah, so One of the Nights, uh, you know, a song that everybody knows, especially a song that, probably one of the most popular songs of the last decade, I don't think that's a stretch to no. say, is a... Has, uh, is it within the decade range, or is it just the last five years? Uh, maybe even five years, but like, uh, Pharrell Williams' Happy, I mean, like, probably, been, uh, going back to iTunes, like, it's probably one of the top ten most downloaded songs of all time, if I had to put a fine point on it, but... Um, you're like, so you have a good cover version of Happy? Really? Uh, you know, after just a few years? Or <laughs> one that we'll enjoy here on Rock Strikes 10? Yes. Well, enjoy could be a stretch. However, <laughs> it falls within the wheelhouse of perennial favorites here on Rock Strikes 10. So maybe, I bet you probably didn't know that this even existed. So uh, I'm a big fan of the Roth show, even though it's on hiatus right now, which is David Lee Roth's video podcast journal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was released in 2013, so last five years. Uh, train of thought, whatever you want to call it, broadcast of his brainwave going out to the world. And I guess whenever he's kind of not doing the Van Halen thing, he gets to do the show. So uh, whenever they brought it back the last season, they only did audio versions. and so like, Which is fine, because the video versions are... I mean, it's just him sitting in his apartment. Yeah, I, I, like, the, I like the video versions. And they, they edit it really well. I mean, they do, but at the same time, I'm like, I mean, just give him a tape recorder and let him do a show every night. <laughs> right. But he insists on recording in Henson Recording Studios to get the best possible, like, Ugh. whenever it's the audio-only version. I so know. when he's doing basically like a mini radio show. But the, the positive aspect of the audio-only is that he's been, whether he's been just recording these randomly or opening up his own vaults, I've been able to grab a couple of cool cover versions of songs, and I've played her on the show before. So yes, he went into a uh, recording studio in Japan when he was living out there, and recorded a mostly a cappella version of Happy. So this is Dave and Dave's Many Voices uh, doing Happy. Check it out. It might seem crazy, but I'm about to say Sunshine, she's here, and you can take a break. I'm a hotter balloon that could go to space.
All right, there you go. A song that was exclusive to the Ross show, but also pseudo exclusive to Rock Strikes Ten, because I don't hear anybody else playing that. There you go. Dave Lee Ross interpretation, mostly a cappella. I think there's actually a troupe that helped him with that. But anyway, that was his version of Happy. Bet you didn't know that existed before today. You're very welcome. You are very welcome, yes. Um, You know, there's been a handful of songs. I think Pharrell's been involved in most of them, or Mark Ronson, or whoever, but like you know that and uptown funk i mean like i think those songs are kind of undeniable like those songs are just they're just so good they're just good songs man i don't care how overplayed they are like there's some overplayed songs that are that are bullshit like i like, like when like i maybe the next song we're gonna play ah uh, well you know yeah i mean this is kind of the next one will be i love hated. this next song yeah. but she stopped me from trash and dirt by rihanna by the way but um, that's probably for the best. I don't know what that song is. It's like almost every, every... Rihanna only has one good song. I'm sorry. Like Umbrella is the only good song I've ever heard by her. I think all of her other songs are fucking terrible. You didn't like Ponder Replay? No. no I, I like Ponder Replay. Okay. But I, I just think that she's... I think she's coasting off of Umbrella. I think she always has. That's just me. But anyway. She um, got too big too fast and now she's just... I guess. I just I like... Know. It's like I really like all the other stuff that Rihanna's doing. Like I love the fact that she's got Fenty Beauty and oh well, sure, yeah. You know she's she's speaking out for all these other causes and and that's great. That's that's a different bubble. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, I know. like some of these songs, like they're written by they're written and produced by twenty people apiece, and it's like they're how come they're either number one not better, don't stand out, or. Because should, it's the same 20 people writing all the songs. Should be miles away better than anything else. Meanwhile, like, Mark Ronson's, like, his own guy, produces his own shit, and, like, a handful of songs that he's done over the last decade are, like, really good songs that will last. Like, Uptown Funk will be around forever now. It won't be one, it won't be like, a, like, Informer or something, where some people just laugh at it, you know, or, like, Ice Ice Baby, yeah, it's lasted, but it's a joke, you mm-hmm. know? It's like, those songs aren't jokes. Like they're good, well-crafted pop, dance, R&B, whatever you want to call them. Those they are timeless songs. They're timeless. Mm-hmm. They're just they're not jokes. Anyway, that's that's all I'm getting at. Like all these other songs are just bullshit. Anyway, uh, here, here's kind of a bullshit song that I kind of never want to hear ever. Anyway, ever. But I love it so much. But people love it, and I'm. Playing I love it. it. I'm, I'm not playing. people. <laughs> I don't hate this song, but I you can, hate how much it's played. Uh, it's overplayed. I could you hate how much I had nothing people ag- react to it. I had nothing against this song until ten years ago when it made a huge comeback, or it was actually a little over ten I mean, years ago. But you know, that's I love the song. I hate other people loving the song. Yeah, yeah. Because because I'm just like, no, you're not appreciating it. Like yeah. you're you're doing it. To get yourself over, yeah. When so. when people are enjoying it, and maybe yeah. maybe I'm the asshole. I don't know. That's right. We're not a big fan of groups of people anyway. So like, if we're in a if we're in a bar or karaoke place and there's just a bunch of drunken assholes doing this, like this is the worst. Yeah. But a large this, group of people is called a nope. Yes. But the best possible way I can enjoy this song right now is this particular cover version. And I felt like I couldn't do this episode without playing the song anyway because it was played quite a bit. I thought you were going to say that the only way you could enjoy it was me singing it to you, making fun of the other people singing it. I can get behind that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, while this version is playing on okay. top of everything else. Okay. If it has to be. That's my perfect scenario. So, <laughs> closing off our, our cruise wrap-up diary journal thing. and Wacky week of weirdness. Yes. And you can't do it any other way. 
uh, then don't stop believing.
All right, there you go, white people. That was Don't Stop Believing," the number one white people song of all time. Well, you know, I mean, this last week was a journey for us, so we had to wrap up the show. <laughs> oh. oh. With. <laughs> journey. Actually, it wasn't Journey, and I purposely didn't say who it was before I played it because uh, I wanted to just play it on the surface and see what people thought because this is a band that's not known for actually being straight up about things. So it's not Paul Abdul? <laughs> it's not Paul Abdul. Uh, I'd love to hear this band do straight up or something. But uh, uh, but that was Steel Panther doing a straight cover without parody lyrics or sex lyrics. And not that, not that they do parody so much, but they... They they sex it up. But they are a parody in a sense. So yes. uh, Steel Panther doing a faithful, hey, faithfully interpreting yes. a Journey song. Don't stop believing. That's another iTunes only single download I bought that years ago when it came out, actually. They put out that, and they put out a version of uh, Backstreet Boys. Uh, I want it that I, way. I want it that way, yeah. So I have that. So Which still, is also amazing. Go get that. It's, it's pretty fun, I gotta admit. And, you know, um, not hating on that song either. But there you go. That was Steel Panther closing out our cruise wrap-up here. I hope everybody's enjoyed it as much fun as we have. Uh, I uh, Just full disclosure, I was sick most of the trip. I was sick before the trip started. Yeah, so she probably got me sick. Uh, you know, bodily said fluids and all. I wasn't contagious. <laughs> yeah. So she goes and contagious the whole boat. <laughs> no, I'm just not kidding. the whole boat, just our whole group. Just me. Um, and so I'm sunburned and sick on top well, of it. But like I gotta say, this we weren't. Like, none of us were like sick, sick. Right. I just I want to clear this up. So I had a bad cough. Um, stuck with me for a few days. I went to the doctor. My strep test ended up positive. But she was like, you don't have a fever. It took forever for the strep test to turn positive. You're not contagious. You're fine. Go on your trip. Here's your z pack." <laughs> she WWE doctored me and she was like, go have fun. Yeah. So I have an inhaler for my cough. I have my z pack. We get on the boat. My cough finally dies down. Joey starts coughing. But he's got a cough and congestion and sinus stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm burned all over. And he's got a sunburn now. <laughs> and then on like our second to last day we're in Amber Cove we're all jumping in the ocean from our ocean cabana that we rented and you know like salt water goes up my friend Allie's nose and so then she's got sinus pressure and congestion <laughs> and a little bit of a cough but she's more like no sinus mucusy so I'm like I didn't have any of that I had a cough yeah, she's not she's like this is not on me <laughs> this is not my fault see I wasn't trying to bury you. I was actually going to say something really nice to you I was saying that all being said that just proves that I can have a great time with you even with all those circumstances thrown in front of everything I've always said I could have a good time with Noah at an insurance seminar and that was proof positive this last week with all the decks stacked against us and me especially I'm making this a tragic journey of me here it'll struggle <laughs> But I still had the best time because of you. Oh, so, I had strictly. the best time because of me too. Yeah, and the, uh, there was only like those those trivia things where I'm thriving. That's like five minutes out of my day, you know. Yeah, like, it was that's, like those trivia things lasted like twenty minutes. Yeah, so it's it's that that wasn't the thing I enjoyed the most. Still, there was. What did you enjoy the most? Being with you, of course, and being on vacation. What what activity did you enjoy the most, or what port did you enjoy the most? Um, I enjoyed Amber Cove the most. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we got to, we, I mean, were, in, we were in that cabana. We got to be in yeah. it. Uh, 
I actually got to beach it a little bit without beaching it because we yeah. didn't have sand. There, but we there had was water. not sand in Amber Cove. Yeah. Oh, we, we only oh got, the struggles. The struggles. Yeah. Best we part. got one beach, four shopping things, and and one ocean get ins. Because yeah. we didn't change into our suits at Grand Turk. That's when we got sunburned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we waited a few days to go out again. But anyway, yeah. it was great. Anyway. I'm glad uh, you had a fun time. Yes. But yes, I hope uh, I hope that isn't like, you know, if you guys want to go on a cruise in your life, then definitely do it. Whether it's a regular ass cruise or a theme cruise, like just make sure you, I think you're going to have the most fun if you just kind of familiarize yourself with what you could possibly do. Like make it, you know, get, get the most bang for your buck. Uh, definitely also health up before you go. Like. Yeah. Do a lot of vitamin C, do some airborns, do a lot of smoothies. Just really make like, sure you take your hand sanitizer with you. Shock the shit out of your body to like get real healthy before you go. That's my best advice I could give you. That's 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 like X Factor stuff. So yeah. there you go. But I've uh, and take uh take all the episodes of Rock Strikes Ten with you on yes. your trusty iPod because uh you won't have good internet service. So you may, you gotta download them. Unless you pay for it. Unless you pay for it. So and even da- then it's it's iffy. So download that shit, and you can do that on cnjradio.com, home of every episode of Rock Strikes 10, including the ones that aren't on iTunes. While you're on there, stay tuned for the Synaptic Podcast featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. There will be a new episode up this week as well, because I'm working on it as soon as I finish this. And uh, also, Last Theater on the Left, featuring Chris, the C of CNJ Radio, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And, uh, of course, the flagship, the Wrestling House Show, which is active like a MF, because there's so many new episodes out all the time. We're all caught up on the monthly wrap-up so far this year for Pro Wrestling, and we got some classic reviews coming in. So, always stick around and stay tuned for what's happening on Wrestling House Show, because it's never a dull moment. And, uh, yes, the family of CNJ Radio will be... At the and I almost forgot I didn't talk about this at all during the uh, thing, but yeah, the Nashville Rocket Pot Expo, good God, part two. Uh, now we know featuring Vinnie Vincent. Wow, woo, Oof. I mean, Ugh. just that alone. Um, there are a few other people I can't announce yet. Uh, I know Vinnie's gonna be there. There's some of the returning people from last year, like Michael Wagner and Greg Grinoff. Um, I know Head from Corn's gonna be there if that's your thing. Uh, he's got fans. Uh, there, there are are a couple of, uh, guitar raffles going on right now. Oh yeah. The guitar raffle. Go do that. Uh, stay tuned on the page. I'll, I think I shared it the other day on my personal page. Mm -hmm. So keep an eye on the personal page of Rock Strikes 10 page. There's also a Nashville Rocket Pod Expo page on Facebook. So follow that for all the updates. If you go donate to the GoFundMe, $10 gets you in. Uh, or if you just want to donate to the cause, you could do that as well. And just, uh, Say Rock Strikes 10 sent you. Make me look good. I look forward to seeing all my fellow podcasters. We'll be there in tow. And yeah, that's it. Uh, otherwise. I'll be there. Yeah, that's all you need, right? <laughs> Nola's more of a draw than I am half the time at these things anyway. So, uh, of course, let's get out of here. But last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Space Beard for the awesome outro that we play on every episode. Go to facebook.com slash for more info. And tell them the Rock Strikes 10 sent you. Also follow my friend Pete LaRusso on Facebook. He's the man. And uh, yeah, we'll see everybody on the next episode. Nola, thank you so much for joining me as my special guest. You're very welcome. Glad and, to be here. And just in life in general. Um, everybody else, we'll see you on the next one. Have fun. Bye.